What's up, everybody, and welcome to the week 14 Swolecast. Week 14, we are, we've got like four weeks left in the regular season. 16, 17, no, five weeks left. Four real weeks and then a big cash game week. <laughs> oh, are you coming? Are you coming on the, are you coming on the Gilcast again, week 18? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Peter, are you doing like uh, like the cash game bits and all like all the bits? Like now that you are working for yourself, the bits that might be a little more expensive personally. Why? Like, are you taking that leap? I last week last year was a print fest. Uh, yeah. My my cash game action. I mean, I I think I had like a fifty eight percent ROI. I mean, some of these cash game grinders would give their left nut for that kind of ROI in cash games. <laughs> I'm ready to run it back, Dave. <laughs> Uh, I will say that on uh, Sunday, I was following along. I think the most I was following along was the Roto Grinders um, Cal Spears free roll that he threw us. And I saw Davis's name in that contest. And it was supposed to be for employees. I was in it too. <laughs> yeah, but you get kind of a yeah, pass but, because yeah. you're self-employed. You're like, you get kind of a uh, an IC pass. Davis does not get such a pass. Well, we described you had watched the show. I, no, I watched it and you had said correctly, I don't think, I don't feel comfortable entering it. <laughs> well, I did. And uh, I did. <laughs> I did. I did everyone a favor by playing an absolute dog shit lineup with Lamar Jackson in it. What place did you finish, Davis? I was seventy second out of eighty three. Let's uh, let's find yeah, out. Yeah, I was here. right. I think I was right above you. I think it was like sixty seven or something. But for the longest time, I was like eighty one or eighty two out of eighty three. And the Red Seekers. What? Solid fifty uh, second place with four uh, percent on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I made some some complete some really bad swaps right before the line, right before the game started, like including taking Jefferson out and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, just please don't get last place because then like the jokes are just going to be really bad with everybody is seeing who's last place. But uh, luckily, I I, My I had the Niners stack and they they did well. My only complaint is kind of just with the overall prize structure. I mean, Cal won so much money. Couldn't 83 <laughs> spots pay out? I mean, come on, Cal. <laughs> and in typical Cal fashion, like he finished like last place or second to last in his own pre-roll. Um, like the, the one that doesn't really mean much. He uh, he finishes last, but everything else he just crushes. So oh, I just noticed Blender was in third. God. Yeah. Play you know, you, you know, Blender, you know, Blender was, was putting max effort into the free roll because that's, <laughs> that's infinite EV. So, you know, Blender is like, Oh, all in on this. Hey, I, uh, last week, I appreciate Sammy filling in. I saw the comments, uh, lots of positive comments again. About <laughs> Sammy being on, there is some, uh, there's like, like three or four loyal soccer Dave uh, fanboys out there. And I just want them to know that I appreciate them. They take up for me. Everyone else is in on the bit and, uh, and that's okay. Um, I did. I was in New Jersey last week for the SBC North America conference. And I ran into a few Swolecast fans uh, while I was there. And uh, let me just say that people. Yeah. Jay-Z. Jay-Z big 
big full cast fan. Yeah, Jay-Z was not there at his 4040 club that night. But um yeah, uh there's some big swole cast fans out there. So appreciate those guys. Um, Davis, Peter, you're doing good. Tuttle, I'm just gonna guess that you're setting lines right now because you're looking all over the screen, you're clicking. So I want to know, like, what lineups are you setting right now? I already oh, gave him the team. This is prime UCL time. Um, okay. Yeah. Should we move this wool cast so, like, right after lock, so that I, or that's like I, sweating. It's not, it's not every week. Yeah. You, I am not kidding. I know I say this is a bit. I legitimately have a hard out at three thirty. I have a meeting. You I have a meeting at three thirty. I kid you oh, not. A business. A business meeting. It is a business meeting. Can you give us some alpha? Like what's it like? What's what genre are we talking about? NFTs? Yes. NFTs. He's, he's meeting with the gutter gang after this. All day? <laughs> he's having an all day meeting. No, I have not. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on to this slate. Cause I know people are, are the wanting the, the alpha about this slate that we're doing. So Peter, let's start with you, the overzets overview of the week. What do you got for us? Yeah, Dave, uh, happy to be here. Happy to give the overzet overview of the week. We have one marquee game this week. It is the bills versus the box currently has a 52 and a half over under. It's another good, uh, late slate as well. We have the chargers playing late against the giants. We have that San Francisco Cincinnati game. That could be pretty intriguing. I'd say, uh, you know, one of the big, overview of the week here is what's going on at the quarterback position. You know, we have the high-end quarterbacks, of course, Allen and Brady in that game, Herbert projecting well, but then we have the return of the rushing QBs, Taysom Hill and Cam Newton, both projecting very well, going to be very popular this week. Um, Depending on what shakes out with Keenan Allen, it looks like the Chargers could be very, very chalky. Herbert, Eckler, and Mike Williams, even a little Jalen Guyton would project very well if Keenan is out. And we have lots of injury question marks. It sounds like Kamara is going to play. We're still waiting on JD McKissick, waiting on Melvin Gordon and Keenan, who I mentioned. So that will have the potential to slip, flip the slate on its head. But that's what we're working with right now, Dave. Thank you. Uh, is Keenan Allen, I haven't seen the news. Is he possibly coming back? Is that like a possibility? He's, he's vaccinated, so he can. But I think with these Monday morning positive COVID tests, uh, he would be like the first who got back to play. So okay. it's possible, but it just has not happened yet. All right, let's talk about some of these teams that, uh, I don't know, we were high on like before the season started and and we have gotten some mixed results. So I'm talking about Kansas City. They have a pretty high implied team total, like you mentioned. Uh, and also talking about Buffalo. Um, obviously the weather last week, a, a big factor. Uh, and then the Ravens as well. Like, what are we doing with these teams that typically we have had uh, pretty, I don't know, we, we've liked their offenses and, and they've had a kind of a mixed bag this season so far, Davis. Well, uh, everyone will be playing players from the Buffalo Bills against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is far and away the number one fantasy game this week. It's the only game, you know, with, with two offenses that like to pass. The totals above 45. The other games we have, uh, it will be, there will not be a ton of reciprocal offense here. You know, we, we got a good team total for the Seahawks. No one's using Houston. Uh, maybe Dallas Washington could get a little bit popular. I do think it does look like Mahomes, particularly Mahomes double stacks look like they're not going to be popular. And, and Tyreek, um, 
you know, I mean, he will be popular, but I, because the offense has been so low volume, his, his projection is like four points lower than what I'm used to seeing as his, his median. I see his median at like 19. Normally it's like 23. So that was one of the surprising things this week. Um, it's just, I mean, to be honest, I, I did the game by game podcast with Corrine this morning and after every game, we're like, yeah, we're not really interested here. So we'll move on to the next game. It's like, <laughs> so it's just like one of those, it, uh, kind of like that slate two weeks ago where there just really wasn't that many appealing games. Okay. Uh, Tuttle, the San Francisco running back sitch. Tuttle is well-versed. Tuttle is well-versed. Michael, it's a Michael Hasty season. You yeah. think it's going to be hasty season? You think Jeff Jeff Wilson? He was. Um, they said it was limited at practice today. So obviously, well, I a wanted first to look respond. Show. David Davis put out a poll on uh, Twitter. I wanted to respond uh, with Debo Samuel gets the most touches, uh, um, but obviously he's still listed as questionable. Night might not play that week or this week. Um, it's a first. It's, it's an early look show, David. It's, it's kind of yeah. tough to, okay, to figure out ask, how this situation is going to right you know, now. Like, what do you think? I mean, with the information we have, my guess would be Jermichael Hasty. But if Jeff Wilson puts in a full practice on Friday or something like that, I think the logical thing would be to expect him to be the early down back and, and Hasty to be the third down back. Okay, so what needs to happen for you to jam one of these running backs in? Um, if Jeff, either, so you can you can jam Jeff Wilson in if he puts in full practices. You can jam in Jermichael Hasty if it looks like Jeff Wilson's going to be inactive or limited. You agree, Peter? I do. I would I would hate to disagree on something so early in the week. This is a first look show. <laughs> <laughs> Will you have one of these San Francisco running backs in your I don't lineup? fucking know, Kitchen. Yeah. I don't make my lineups until 90 minutes before lock. <laughs> uh the answer I'll I'll answer I'll answer Thank for you, Davis. Pete. I'll Thank answer you, Davis. for Pete. If Jeff Wilson Jr. and Elijah Mitchell are out, or even if Elijah Mitchell is out and we we have Jeff Wilson Jr. continuing to battle through this knee flare-up, but he's active, I think Hasty looks really strong. Um, Jeff Wilson Jr. got rushed back from this knee injury basically because the, the, they don't have anyone else they trust, like the coaching staff is looking at Trey Sermon like, you suck, dude. And Michael Hasty was, was banged up. He was on the designated for return IR with a high ankle sprain. So... I feel pretty confident that if Eli Mitchell is out, Hasty is going to be the lead guy either way. He was already getting the passing downs. And I mean, in that game, that the game that Jeff Wilson Jr. started, he had 21 touches for 61 yards. He, he looked bad. Um, and and I, I it, it does not sound good for Debo coming back this week. Now, obviously, if Debo plays, we will see a bunch of him out of the backfield, but I, I don't know if we're going to get him there. I find it almost comical that Peter has just printed from these first look lineups on Wednesday. I saw you crushed on DraftKings last week as well. And yet you won't even, you won't even commit to uh to a player just hypothetically in your lineup. Well, you know, there's a, are difference. you taking, are you taking yourself so seriously these days where you won't even like you are afraid of disingenuous touting? Well, this is the thing, Dave. We all agree things are incredibly fluid in the NFL, right? A lot changes. When sure. I make my call for the yeah. Swolecast lineup, which is probably going to be here in about three to four mi minutes, yeah. that is when I make my decision. So for you okay. to ask me three to four minutes yeah. before okay. I have to, before he's ready, so yeah. much could change between yeah. now and then. It's just unfair to the process. Okay, True. good. 
good. All right. Let's uh let's let's talk about quarterbacks. Let's talk about QBs that we like. Um you already mentioned Mahomes, Davis. Who were some other quarterbacks did you like this week? Well, the cash game quarterback is Taysom. Um, you know, he he does have the the mallet finger injury or whatever. And it's so funny because Russell Wilson turned into Taysom Hill as a passer with the mallet finger injury. So I wonder what Taysom Hill will be like as a passer <laughs> with with the, with this injury. But Taysom will be the clear, uh, you know, cash game chalk or whatever. Brady and Josh Allen, especially if we get the salary relief of a 49ers running back, are going to be super popular. I think Justin Herbert looks pretty interesting for tournaments because they're finally letting him throw the ball down the field. And if Keenan Allen doesn't play, his double stack options become much cheaper. Mike Williams is 6,000. Guyton and Palmer are 3,000. Jared Cook is 3,200. I think you can stack him with Eckler. Um, so, so that's pretty interesting. Herbert, probably my favorite. And then you know, Joe Burrow too. Um, yeah, that, 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 that game does look like one of the games that could also have some points in it. If uh, I mean, the Bengals would need to take a lead in that game because we all know when, when, when the 49ers get the lead, it's just, it's, you know, 11 minute drives with 19 consecutive runs. Really Kyle Shanahan's dream offense is the offense that the Patriots ran in the snow against the bills. That's what he would like to do. Yeah, that was that was brutal. Uh, Tuttle, do you agree that it's Taysom Hill above everybody else for cash games? Um, no, not necessarily. I think there's pretty clear opportunity cost at the position again this week. Um, Taysom obviously completely fine fine option, but there's some really high end quarterbacks that I think are in play. It's just you know it it depends, Dave. It's an early look show. It um, is an so early it show. So like for, it, it depends for Davis on if we to be get... so absolute on Taysom. I is this big T we have on the show? I don't understand. Like yeah, I mean what 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 I was gonna say before I was rudely interrupted um was that it, it depends a lot on how the San Francisco situation shapes up, right? Like if we yeah, can play really, right. if, if we can play a really cheap running back, then hey, we can probably jam in Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or whatever you want to do there. Uh if that value doesn't open up, then yeah, it's Taysom season. Taysom that far above Heineke, Peter? Yes. You mean Cam. I was going to mention Cam to you, Davis, since you're the Cam truther. I don't think, yeah. I mean, the ceiling between Hill and Heineke, there's a, a giant chasm between those two. Has Heineke ever had 30 fantasy points? Probably not. I, I think I heard JJ say he was QB1. He's been a top QB top 10 QB three out of the past five weeks. Yeah. But I mean, we're living in a world where Lamar Jackson is throwing like nine interceptions a game and Patrick Mahomes is handing off to Daryl Williams on 60% of their snaps. So <laughs> it's not that high. It's not as high of a bar as it used to be. Dave, let me be the host for a second. Uh, yeah. Dave, uh, any love for yeah. Davis mills this week in cash? <laughs> no. <laughs> good matchup jamal adams out for the seahawks dave who no. i picked up uh i picked up tyrod uh in a couple season long leagues i can't i can i can i tell a season long bad beat story do we have time please davis we would better love. be good it is, it is actually have a hard out he does have a business meeting it's, it's a horrible beat so I, I co on a main event team with Reeves, Silva, and Pat Thorman, and we didn't pick up Gardner Minshew for $1 on the Wednesday waiver run. We have Jalen Hurts. Our opponent spent $57 on each of Teddy Bridgewater, Gardner Minshew, 
um, and two other guys, Kurt Cousins and one other guy. So our bet, we could only get Tyrod. That was the only guy we could get because we forgot to get Minshew and we lost by like 13. So that, and there was nothing we could do like it. it okay. So miserable. I did see, I think I did see a thread last week and someone was blaming you for uh, mismanagement. And then this is before Sunday, mind you. Um, and then it was everybody else that had like similar experiences <laughs> and they were just like chiming in. It's like, if Davis Maddock has also tanked your co-managed team, please call this number right here. I'm, I'm a good co-manager. I just, the, the NFC website is just bad. And I, so, so on, <laughs> on, on FFPC, when you move a guy, it saves automatically. There's not, you don't, there's not an extra step you have to click, but on the yeah, NFC, you have to yeah. click save. And I went to go text, leone back about the other running back we moved in and i forgot to click save okay all right i just i just uh, found it comical like everyone was commenting with their own personal davis story so. davis people, people vouch i'm a good co-manager i i will vouch for davis and our ffpc main event team where we won three games he was he was on top of it this year <laughs> we love that team so much too the team, Davis is right. It has Jonathan Taylor, Eli Mitchell, Devontae Adams. He could win the toilet bowl, but uh, three and nine uh, final record there. The Davis curse. Right. <laughs> he has Taysom. It'd be crushing. And I do feel like this is like the week, even though we've got like another week left, I guess, in a lot of season long leagues. Like this is the week where we welcome people back to the world of daily fantasy. You know, they're just like, their teams are dead. Their teams are beyond dead and they're coming back playing some DFS so they can have some action on Sunday. So with that being said, let's open up DraftKings.com. Let's make a lineup. I'd love to. Tuttle should pick first. It is early though, just so everyone knows. Yeah, this is a first early look show, show, but um, I would like to go with uh, Dak Prescott and CD land. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm I'm so on board. I also just want to say, I normally don't reveal what contest I'm begging you not to dupe me in until the end. But I thought the name of this free roll this week is could kind of be a guiding uh, light for how we make these picks. And it is the wild Turkey trust your spirit challenge. So I just like oh. to ask all of you guys, as you make these selections to, to trust your spirit. And I know it's a double entendre there, but I am kind of leaning toward the more metaphysical reading of that challenge. The metaversical. I, I love that. Thank you. All right. We got CD and, and Dak. Uh, Peter, who would you like next? Mm. Mm. This is this is very fun. Yeah. Um. Let's do. Let's do Josh Jacobs. Oh. Dude, there's no one left. Jalen Richard is on the COVID list. Kenyon Drake broke his ankle. It's it's Peyton Barber, Trey Regis, and Josh Jacobs. Hey, even the fullback yeah, so is it'll hurt. Be like Peyton. Peyton. I Barber. just wanted to set Davis up for his Byron Pringle mini. Did or not? I was gonna pick Byron. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Byron. I will, Joe Byron. I will take. I will take uh, John Bates as our bring back in the Dallas Washington. Stack. We call him Master Bates. Don't. Oh, we sure do. Freshly caffeinated and now freshly masturbated. <laughs> it is Mr. Bates. Like from Downton. Not master. Um, all right. Let's go with 
This guy's he's 4K. He's gonna be running back. He's gonna open up a lot of salary oh, for God. us. What? Nobody's talking to, about him yet this week. You want me to stall or do you want me to hastily pick this guy? <laughs> it's Jamichael Hasty 4K. What co- what college did Jamichael Hasty go to, Dave? Uh Oregon. Not even close. Baylor. I mean, it's one of those fast-paced offenses. Similar right? colors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really yeah. think. Similar colors. Are you sure you didn't go to uh, Oregon? I'm 100% certain. Name a running back that did go to Oregon. Uh, Royce Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. Okay. I knew you would say that. Name another one, Davis. <laughs> I have a hard out. I, I don't have it. Travis died. Yeah, currently, but that's okay. Count. All right, let's uh, let's move on though. We got to finish this lineup. Uh, Tuttle, you're up. Am I already? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was quick. A couple you minutes have, left for a lineup. Lock? Um, I am gonna go with the Byron Pringle bring back. Even a lot of salary on this lineup. Yeah. Yeah, Bates, no. Pringle, Hasty, we. Uh, this might be one of those that. Well, we I mean, can, if I can spend up, if I if if I may, I'll I'll go. Uh, you can Tyreek instead. Okay. Okay. That seems like a nice upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> Eighty-five hundy for Tyreek. All right, um, Davis. Um. So wait, we we just took Tyreek. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. I will take in flex. I think I got I... skipped. Oh, you did. You did get skipped. Thanks, Um, let's, uh, I'm liking this AFC West theme. Okay. I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. Damn. Jerry Judy. Why, all right. How much, how much, how, how much chip? Well, what's it, give us a it, defense? Uh, defense. Let's see. Jets, Jets against Taysom, baby. Seahawks are going to be chalk. Uh, Browns or Panthers probably look good here. Panthers. So we yeah. got 6K in the flex. 6K in the flex. Um, damn, they really gave the kid. Oh, Mike Williams. Easy. Love it. This is the AFC West lineup. Yeah, Pete, who are... Uh, we also are... could have done the double stack with Cooper if you needed to. True. All right. Um, let's talk about running backs. We've already talked about the uh, situation in San Francisco. Really think that will be important for everyone's lineups on Sunday, so just something to keep an eye out on. Um, now let's talk about some of the other high-priced running backs. Peter, who are some of the running backs you're looking at? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weak on the high end. You basically have Eckler uh, up there and then, I guess, Fournette and Mixon, but you're going to have guys like Javante Williams and Gibson, you know, projecting even better than some of those other high-end ones. But, uh, yeah, I think Eckler is kind of the the main prize up there. And at some point, I think the field also is just going to give in and realize we have to play Leonard Fournette every week as well. I don't think so. I think he's at such a weird price tag. I think he's at a weird price range again. I mean, he was like 18% last week and I think he'll kind of settle in to that same range because again, we're, we're going to have value guys again this week. At least I think, I think we will. It will not be hard to make lineups this week for sure. With all the injuries out there without 
like you mentioned it, Peter, like Eckler's at 8.3. And then other than that, like we don't have any guys in the 9K range. Like it's just going to be, it's going to be really easy to make lineups this week. Okay. Uh, Davis <clears throat> running backs for you. So I, I think it's tough because, well, so Kamara feels like a lock, right? Mark, Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram just tested positive, probably not going to be able to play. But Taysom, in, in Taysom starts, Kamara's average like four targets per game. Now, granted, it's the Jets, right? He's going to get all the work. Like, it, it's probably fine. But I, I, see, I do see a little bit of downside risk there, just if it's all rushing stuff and he's not able to really get it going as a wide receiver. Um, I, I think if, if Kareem Hunt doesn't play, I, I have not seen an update on this, but I'm a little interested in Nick Chubb. But I feel like the, the best plays are Fournette, um, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, I, I can't decide on Javante Williams. I think I need uh, I need Tuttle's read on what the field is going to do with Javante Williams with uh, Gordon Melvin practice Gordon. today. No, I know he's going to play, but one is is the field going to really take that into consideration, or is the field going to be like Melvin's a thing of the past? You know, because it's like twenty seven percent owned Javante Williams with Melvin Gordon active does not sound like a good time. Yeah, I, I'll be curious on the ownership. I mean. Javante and Melvin Gordon had been projecting all season as like decent plays when they were sharing the backfield and they were each priced at like 5,200. Yeah. So now, now you have Javante. Yeah. He's up at 5,900. But like you said, if the cat's out of the bag and you can't put the toothpaste back in the bottle, you know, you can't put that genie back in the bottle as I just find three analogies to say the same thing. <laughs> then, then he looks, I, I like Gene. I like genie back in the toothpaste tube. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Hey, did you see who uh, San Francisco signed Davis to their noted, noted, uh, noted friend of the show, Brian Hill? Uh, yeah, friend of your show. I don't Davis Maddox sucks. Never forget. <laughs> I didn't get a sniff on here. Um, all right. So there's a guy I may have played a New York Jets running back a couple weeks ago. Ty Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. Tevin Coleman in the concussion protocol. Tevin Coleman Walter did not week. practice. So Austin Walter, this guy <laughs> that not very many people had heard of, but they don't really have anybody either. Like it's, it might be Austin Walter week. He's 4k on DK this week. We need Are the, you interested? Uh, we need the hand in the dirt take on why they don't want to run Ty Johnson on early downs because he weighs like 198 pounds and he has spent time playing slot wide receiver and nfl coaches like to put guys in roles and they don't like to take guys out of those roles unless they have to kitchen you should uh rehabilitate your dfs brand on twitter post a screenshot of austin eckler and austin walker with the comment uh it's austin week with like a little winky face that's six likes three replies easy <laughs> That's uh, that's actually pretty good engagement numbers. That's why I, I, for, for for some of us it is. He <laughs> just right. got his pants off thinking about those engagement numbers. Uh, <laughs> we've got um, <laughs> so no love for Walter or Ty Johnson Davis this week. No. No, I, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Ty Johnson, if Tevin Coleman is out, because I think, I think they've given Ty Johnson um, green zone touches when everyone was healthy anyways, but they also got, gave Austin Walter green zone touches too. They, they did, they did in the first game, but Walter barely, uh, Walter barely played in 
uh, the game last week. Uh, he played eight snaps. Yeah, I, I, I think Ty Johnson would actually end up being uh, one of those plays that comes through in the median projections, but you're looking at it like pfft, trash. Kitchen, is your when yeah. you log into DraftKings, is your salary cap say forty thousand? I mean, Austin Walter, to Michael Hasty. <laughs> you don't want to play. You don't want to play a San Francisco running back this week. I'm just saying. I mean, we have some options here. We don't have to be down in the dumpster. Well, yeah, but I think part of the okay, follow follow along, Peter. I do uh, have a hard out at three. Yeah, part of the GPP strategy is that a lot of people will be playing one of these San Francisco running backs for near minimum running back salary. And so you can pivot off of one of these high owned running backs to a similar price running back. I haven't booked my strategy guest for my GPP show on Friday. Are you interested? Yeah. If you need someone to talk about leverage, leverage please (laughs) strategy show with soccer, Dave. Yes. That would be like worse, like more incoherent than like the uh, the truly blitz show. That we get. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on to Wait. wider. Yeah, Wait. go ahead, Tuttle. I have a film take. Okay, Ooh. yes, please. This is from watching the film in week eleven and week thirteen. Okay, I'm I'm interested in Davis's take on this too. I think Clyde edwards Elaire has a bigger role than what people realize or expect fact yeah true daryl williams um daryl williams is basically in the same role he was in before it's just kind of been how the script has played out but they clearly would like to get you know 15 to 22 touches for clyde edwards hilaire in a normal game and if they um if this is a competitive game but the chiefs are leading certain i think he i think he could score twice here um he he is he is a pretty reasonable play i would actually be more into him if i thought the chiefs passing game was going to be popular and that he would be leverage but i don't i just don't think i mean outside of tyreek i just don't think many like mahomes is the most expensive quarterback and what's the narrative about them right now like all they want to do is just grind and play slow but you you are you are the correct in that take yeah this is from somebody that played Daryl Williams in week 11. I <laughs> think it was. watched the film because <laughs> you were tilting. Oh, I was tilting so hard because they <laughs> like, it's, it's kind of been the same thing. They just want, they've been getting CEH involved real early and then yeah. it's just kind of played out where they didn't need him at all late. So it's all been Daryl Williams after that. Um, but yeah, like Davis said, if, it, if it's a competitive game, I think he, he actually has a pretty high touch floor that people don't realize. Yeah. Um, Let's move on to wide receiver if we can. High price wide receivers. Peter, go. Yeah. Uh Tyreek Hill. Um, I'll be interested to see where his ownership shakes out just because they did nothing uh against the Broncos last week. Two, Diggs, two for twenty. Two for twenty. You gotta assume Diggs is gonna be a popular, you know, bring back if people are running, you know, their Brady stacks. Um, and then it's kind of value, guys. You got both of the Seattle wide receivers. Uh, are going to project well. And it seems like people are coming around on Russell Wilson, not in fact being dust. Uh, Mike Williams is going to project extremely well. If Keenan is out, um, the box wide receivers are going to be very popular and uh, Washington too, as a bring back in that Dallas game. So the usual sub suspects a little thinner up top though, with no Cooper cup uh, and no Devontae Adams. 
Davis, how much DK Metcalf for you this week? I mean, look, Russell Wilson showed signs of life last week. He, uh, I was talking with Crane this morning, and uh, he, he had this statistical nugget that Russell Wilson, like for his career, is one of like the all-time legends of uh, completion percentage over expectation, and that coming back from that injury, he was awful relative to his baselines. And the last week, he finally was a little bit more uh, normal, could not be, you know, a better matchup for him here. And I think Dwayne McFarlane was the one who tweeted this. Uh, sorry if I'm wrong, but like clearly the Seahawks were making a concerted effort to get him the ball. He got a screen on their first play from scrimmage last week. He had a deep ball that he caught with one foot out of bounds and he got tackled on the two yard line. But I, I think we have an explosion week for uh, what, what is Levitan say explosion spot here for, for DK Metcalf. Yeah. Air yards are still very similar to where they were at the beginning of the season for him. So uh, Metcalf, I don't know about Lockett. How much Lockett for you, Peter? Um, If everyone's yeah. going Metcalf, is Lockett the Yes, bridge season, man. Rocket ship emoji. The thing that's crazy is like, I, I don't really want to run Russ double stacks because you just don't know if that offense can support that even, even in this matchup. On the other hand, they are cheap enough that I think it is viable if you wanted to to get crazy. Uh, I'll, I'll, but I'll probably end up with just one of those guys in in my various lineups. T. Higgins plays this week, right, Davis? He sure does against the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Will you do you have any interest in him even with that ankle injury? Didn't practice today. I know he yeah, had an ankle injury last T, week as well. But he made me a bunch of money last week, so. I am um, so you, happy for you him. owe it to him to play him again this week. Well, I, After you, you know, swore him off forever, Davis. Yeah. Well, look, you know, redacted. it's a forward, it's a forward thinking show. We always have to have a Bayesian process in our, in our, in our TFS play. I just used him because he was a bring back and the good price in my game. But I, I do think the San Francisco game is basically the same thing um, this week that it was last week, which is that if they, if, if any game, where the 49ers get behind, it can, just has the potential to be um, one of those crazy games. So I am, I am, uh, I'm pretty, pretty interested in, t I, and I'm probably more interested in Chase because now Chase is Higgins, right? Where where mm -hmm. the people are into Higgins because Higgins has been balling, and now you know and Chase was close to exploding again last week. One of the more befuddling drops you're ever gonna see. So bad. Oh, it was it was bad. Um, all right. <clears throat> Any love for the more? players Tuttle yeah you look Elijah's dope he's really good um DJ? yeah you, don't love the situation matchup's great um I mean they just fired their offensive coordinator for throwing the ball too much so you <laughs> see like 60 run plays this game with Cam Newton and, and Chuba Hubbard back there but uh right give me Elijah over DJ Moore uh, the take, though, the, the real take is it's a Cole Beasley week, probably, um, which I don't love, but I think it is probably going to happen here. And, it, like, his weeks are so frustrating, but when they happen, it's, like, 15 receptions and then touchdown, and that makes him a really good play on DraftKings. Yep. Similar to Beasley, you also have the, you know, if you're trying to choose which six condom play you want to make, Jarvis Landry, didn't he have 11 targets when we last saw him? 
too. I mean, I hate Jarvis play. Landry, dude. I cannot give this guy away in some of my dynasty leagues. I'm like desperately <laughs> trying to get rid of Jarvis Landry. No one wants him. Passing attack is just brutal. All right, uh, low price wide receivers. Before we move on, we mentioned Guyton. Um, yeah. He's going to look nice at 3,400 uh, with Mark Ingram out. Ty Montgomery at 3,300, honestly, is is probably in play. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why would Ty Montgomery play passing downs instead of Alvin Kamara? Wouldn't? Isn't it more likely that Dwayne Washington comes in? Or I, I, I guess with yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just you had he had what last week four targets and four rush attempts. So I mean, you're getting a little bit. I mean, I'm ta- we're we're at the bottom of the barrel here. Do we just do either of us have the heart to tout uh Visca? No, he, he did get three rushes. T- Dave, if you had looked at the slate for more than 37 seconds cumulatively before doing the show, you would be touting the shit out of Cody Hollister on the Tennessee Titans right now. Yeah, Julio coming back. I don't think so. I think Julio's like a million years old and is going to need more than one week to get I back. I just from don't trust. Injury. It's, it's, do you trust him over anybody else? Like, I don't, I'm so disappointed in this Tennessee. Like, it's just, I can't even go there anymore. Like I can't even go there and tout anyone because I had hopes of Dehember in December with Julio and AJ Brown. And uh, those have just been dashed. So I don't know why you would pick a, a Tennessee receiver. I, I get it. It's against Jacksonville, but it's, it's just like throwing darts. I'll pass. So if, uh, if Jalen Guyton becomes relative chalk. Yeah. You gonna go with Reynolds? Other Josh. No, I I I just have a take oh, that yeah. Guyton is is only capable oh, of playing. Yeah. Kareen had this take too. Guyton is only gonna play his role, which is as a wind sprinter, and Palmer yeah. actually is the better replacement as you know the slot wide receiver. It, it also sets that. up perfect too after Guyton had the touchdown last week. Like everyone's gonna funnel uh, to Guyton. Yeah. Okay, uh, Godwin or Evans. Yeah, I mean stone stone locks like that. Like that, those guys are going. Like you're gonna you're gonna roll, Pete. You're gonna roll over and look at stuff in the spy, and you're gonna be like, thirty seven percent of teams have a stack of that game in one direction or the other. Like it's gonna be yeah. absurd the level of chalk in that game. All right, but which one do you pick? Godwin for cash, Evans for tournaments. Oh, I mean, it's it's just, nice that they don't. <laughs> It's nice Just that is they what don't it have is. To worry about Tre'Davious White. He plays for the Bills. I mean, after after that game, Godwin is going to be far more like, popular. Yeah. yeah. And when's the last time Evans had a two touchdown game? Like, uh, decrease his ownership by a factor of two percent for every for every game it's been since he scored a touchdown. Surprised we don't get a terrible take of a three K receiver in that game from Tuttle. Who who is there even to terrible take? Perryman. Did he even play a snap last week? Oh, oh yeah, he played a he played a lot of snaps. Did he really? Well, I should probably I should, I should you should probably know. oh my god he did. You Tyler should ter- you sucks. should no you should terrible take that I had no idea. Look at soccer Dave here. Yeah, I'm impressed, dude. Wow, Good for you, Dave. Carrying the listen show. to JJ's trends podcast at the gym <laughs> this morning. 
All right. Um, let's uh, let's open up FanDuel.com. Peter only has 15 more minutes before FanDuel, he DFS, NFL. Wish we had a free roll to pile in this week. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that nice having like a, a very, I don't even know if I should say, I, I guess I could say it, like 15K free roll with only 87 people in there. Are you sure, no. Kitchen, that FanDuel hasn't been emailing you begging to yeah. run a swole yeah. cast? List yeah, tent, tent pole event. I think, can we just reach out to FanDuel for a single tent pole swole cast event? A week 17 tent pole. No, week 18. Week, week 18 cash <laughs> game. We run a double yeah. up. We run week a double 18, up. 50, yes. 50. <laughs> A week 18 week. 50, okay. 50 please make that is a fucking tent pole event sir. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> all right uh fanduel.com and uh this will be going in the sunday millie we'll start with you tuttle i started last time uh i'll uh i'll pass okay. the honor if somebody wants to all right uh davis you've never shied away from going first uh on FanDuel, mm-hmm. I feel like we should. Well, I don't know. Looking at let's let's do Lamar Jackson. I mean, let's go let's go with uh, with Lamar. Didn't you play him last week? Yeah. How'd that work? Out? And and let me tell you, people are going to be playing him even less this week after what he did. Oh, that game is. He's still Lamar, though. I know. All right, uh, you got Lamar, naked Lamar, or just Lamar? Naked, naked Lamar. We we can correlate our our pass catchers in another game. Okay. All right, Peter. Yeah, I'm gonna do a guy that Tuttle mentioned before. Led the league in air yards last week. Corey Davis done for the season. Let's fire up Elijah Moore. Watch him get like a bunch of pass interferences in the end zone and Austin Walter run it in. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, watch him. Watch, watch him do it. Watch. Watch. You just watch. Tuttle. Let me go with my uh, Clyde take here. CEH. Okay. He's very cheap on FanDuel. On FanDuel? 65. So wait, we have Lamar, Clyde, and Elijah? Yeah. Yes. All right. Ooh, boy. A lot of pressure, Kitchen. No dust balls over. I don't want, like, I feel like anyone, like, from the running back position, like, anyone I suggest will be someone we already played in the DraftKings one. So I might just go with DK Metcalf as wide receiver. Okay. I love that. Let someone else pick her with the back. All right. Um, I think it's now you, Davis. Um, I will take George Kittle at tight end and I'm going to force someone else to a tough decision. Okay. Peter. Um, yeah. What are we looking at money wise here? Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do Fournette at running back. Can dig it. So we got a wide receiver, a flex, and a defense left with yeah, seventeen point like three. Thirty-seven hundred defense. If you like paired Clyde with 
the Chiefs, you'd have six to eight hundred left for a wide receiver and a flex title. Um, let's go. <laughs> you know what? I'm I am gonna take this, make this a stack. Okay, I'm gonna go Marquise Brown. All right, and then if we went Marquise, then we'd be left with 66 Hundy for a Lex. Who did you put in defense, Kitchen? I just put like the Chiefs. I mean, you can. You could. You could. Like, it's not crazy to play the Jets, Dion. Javante Javante is 6,700 if you want to play a true punt, if you want to play the football team or uh, the Texans. Yeah. I was actually wanting to get up to Chase, but the Brown take kind of prohibited that. Um, but yeah, no, it didn't. Just play Jamar Chase and play, play Chase. Jets defense. Let's do it. I like that. We got to get that mini correlation in. This okay. is the print fest. Print fest. All right. Um, <clears throat> tight ends. Kittle. Davis on DraftKings, is it too much or do you just play him? No, he's he's just as good of a play as he was last week. And I have the feeling that with the price hike and the inclusion of Travis Kelsey on the slate, that he actually will settle into a very similar ownership range to what he did. I mean, the guy got 50 last week and I think he will be five to six percent owned. I also think Gronk, uh, you know, basically, you know, would have, would have broken this late last week had Dallas Goddard and George Kittle not had career games. I think he'll go super under own because everyone is going to pile into whether it be Bates or Ricky Seals Jones for the Washington football team and James O'Shaughnessy. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he looked great. He put some good film out there last week, I thought. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of point shaving uh, comments yeah. there for Gerald Everett. <laughs> All right. Um, have you played Gronk once this season, Peter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have. have not. And it's just like, I I just keep on thinking, he, like, now we're past the point. I mean, he looks like the best tight end in the NFL again. <sighs> it's, abs- it's so frustrating, too, because it's like, yeah. you know what? At Brady aging gracefully, it makes sense. But there were periods where Gronk was just like barely so looking stand up. Yeah. Right. It's like, how is he back to doing this again? Yeah. It's insane. It almost reminds me, like, my feeling about, like, there's no way he can keep doing this. It reminds me of, like, a couple years ago when Davis was like, there's no way that Derrick Henry can keep on rushing. And like, like it is, like, how it is. And, like, one day, one game, I will be right, and Gronk will have, like, a bad game. But until then, I will just keep on fading. Well, it's much easier to have that take with pass catchers because their scoring is so much more iterative, and you can take one-week victory laps if you're fading pass catchers. Yeah. One okay. week, one week victory laps. Twitter would never, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tuttle, any tight ends for you? Not really. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna it be honest. It's a, it's a crappy position this week. It's a crappy yeah. position every week, really. No, I mean, other than uh, the Kelsey Kittle stuff that we already talked about, like is Kyle Pitts ever gonna do anything? Mark Andrews is a fine pairing partner. Austin Hooper's fine, but it's it's a it's a pretty uninspiring position. Yeah. A nice pairing partner. 
It's like you are the uh, sommelier of the soul cast. Okay. Um, Cook. Yeah. Okay. Cook looked good. I'll throw out another one. I if we do think Javante ends up becoming pretty popular, I already mentioned Judy for wide receivers. Noah Fant, uh, I think, could be pretty interesting in this matchup against the Lions. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's fine. I mean, his issue is that I think the Broncos like Albert Akue Boonham as much as I do. They like they, they he gets like four targets a game. If Fant would get all the tight end stuff, he'd be a smash. But he's he's splitting it just enough. Yeah, I mean, almost what Jared Cook is doing with Parham too. But no, Fant is just much more talented. That's that's actually probably a take we should we should go over. Is that if. No one wants this to be true, but if Keenan Allen misses, Jared Cook is going to get like seven targets and play a bunch I just of the said slot. Cook. Like, yeah, he'll he'll be like the op the number one optimal play from like projection. It'll still it'll still be Bates, I bet. Uh, speaking of projections, just want to give a shout out to our uh, Rotor Grinders projections. I enjoy, obviously, I don't have any say into the projections, but I enjoy <laughs> seeing the banter back and forth between like. Keach and Tuttle and Jamino and some of the other guys like they've put a lot of time into it and I want to give a shout out to Jamino who's head of the Road Grinders product he binked 100k last night um uh playing oh, yeah, Jamino so um I was uh, love to see it with him last week I would just like to say it, it, it I don't think it was a coincidence it was on a night that he took over projected ownership from me for the night so i think so he needs like, to do that for the rest of the year yeah exactly yeah you did it could have been if you had projected ownership last night maybe it would have been you that's won the 100k fair fair yeah but you can't look at that because then you just will drive yourself crazy seeing all the board ape tweets every single day all they're, right. they're really they're, they're really at the forefront right now dave the board apes I saw a message that I sent Cal and it was like, cause he was like, why do you have these? And I'm like, I just like the art. The community's cool. It's not like they're ever going to flip punks. Um, but he was like, no, I'll pass. Uh, I don't know. There's no way. Saw, saw a good, saw a good tweet thread today for a guy who got offered 750 ETH for a, a rumble Kong. And he did this like 19 tweet thread on why he didn't accept the offer. And I was like, just no way that guy three years from now is gonna is gonna feel like suicidal depression as a result of reading <laughs> this. To, this a Rumble Kong for a seven hundred fifty. My God, dude, it's the key to the metaverse. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand it. The NFT. I mean, look, I like NFTs, but the NFT people, NFT people are more annoying than crypto people for sure. Okay, people are finally um, coming around. This was the NBA Top Shot take from day one. The community. I just don't understand community. why we. Why do we have to act like? Why do we have to act like they're more important than they are? Well, the thing, the thing that kills me now, and it's even more unique to just like profile picture projects than Top Shot is that like people think owning an NFT is a personality trait now. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just like I'm sorry. Uh, it's not. Yeah. Uh, have y'all played the web, the World Wide Web game, the Metaverse game? No. Pretty cool. No. All right. Um, that will do it, I think, for the uh, Swolecast. Let's get a terrible take from you, Tuttle. Peter has a hard out in three minutes. I would hate yep. to 
Yeah. No, so. three no. three minutes is normally about how long it takes you to deliver your terrible take. <laughs> yeah. So we'll skip you. We'll skip you. Byron, little... Byron Pringle week. Well, no, no, no. It's Cl- I can go Clyde. I can go Clyde. Oh, yeah. You can go Clyde. Just stick with CH. All right, Clyde's okay. my take then. Clyde's right, terrible. I thought he was a good play. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why how the brands have shifted? Uh, Austin Davis. Walter is the terrible take. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or Brashad Perryman. Ooh, yeah. uh my we're, my we're taking over we're taking over the terrible takes from Tuttle this week um uh, my terrible take is to just jam George Kittle the same way we don't have to have him a terrible, last week yeah you don't have to have a terrible take just final thoughts final thoughts uh you know just just uh tell yourself a story about one of these games because if you go in to the slate on Sunday and you're like well I guess I'll just do Tampa Bay Buffalo uh, congratulations on on probably entering in a dupe lineup. Yeah. Uh, Peter, final thoughts? Trust your spirit, guys. When you're building those lineups, trust your spirit. Yeah. I like that. Wild turkeys in here. I will say if, uh, if you play, make sure you screenshot early because that Buffalo-Tampa Bay game is the late game. So the late night, the late. Yeah, the, the ownership game. will be coming. Yeah, San Francisco and Cincy as well. All right, uh, thanks to Sammy for filling in last week. I feel like Sammy and I should just like we, we should just co-parent this show. Um, so appreciate him and all he does for this whole cast. Appreciate Sosa producing this show. BetMGM for sponsoring the show. Promo code GrindersBet gets you two hundred dollars on a ten dollar bet if your team scores a touchdown. And uh, and special thanks to Davis Tuttle and Peter for just. It doesn't take it doesn't take any extra effort to be nice, and they do it anyways. So it's free to boost up your friends. It's a positive work environment, and GM. we all appreciate it. So uh, G- GM, 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 WAGMI. Yeah. What if we say GA? Like good afternoon. Wow. Ooh, no one's ever something. thought of that. And <laughs> then you put in GA dot 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 M. It all fits amazing he's a virtuoso oh wow peter just left he hit that hard out he had a hard out a diva i can't believe we got man it's just the sign of things to come all right thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you next week here on the swole cast and rudder grinders.com